nature, the enjoyer and consciousness. So in the previous chapter, number 12, we have seen how Lord Krishna was asked the direct question, which path is superior? Arjuna got convinced that I'm not the body and spirit soul. And Krishna explained knowledge about himself. So the first six chapters describe the knowledge about the living entity. What is the position of the living entity? And uh, then the middle six chapters describe the position of God, how the living entity is supposed to act in relationship with God. And that is the Bhakti Yoga. Now in the final six chapters, technically it has been, uh, it has been very nicely explained how the living entity has forgotten God, comes in contact with the material nature and uh, how technically the living entity can be delivered. So the very beautiful uh, sandwich uh, of Karma Yoga, Gyan Yoga and in between Bhakti Yoga has been presented in Bhagavad Gita. So we have seen the chapters of Karma Yoga, we have finished Bhakti Yoga and now Gyan Yoga, the final six chapters. So let us see verse number one and two. Arjuna Uvacha Prakritim Purusham Chaiva Kshetram Kshetragnyamevacha Etad Veditu Mechami Gyanam Geyam Chakeshava Shri Bhagavan Uvacha Idam Shariram Konteya Kshetram Mitya Vidhiyate Etad Yoveti Tamprahu Shetragnya Ititad Vidaha translation arjuna said oh my dear krishna i wish to know about prakriti nature purusha the enjoyer and the field and the knower of the field and of knowledge and the end of knowledge the blessed lord then said this body o son of kunti is called the field and one who knows this body is called the knower of the field So why Arjuna is asking these questions? Arjuna is asking Prakriti, Shetra, Shetragnya, Gyanam, Gyayam. Because this is what is called knowledge. So we are very fond of reading so many things. And people are very, very assertive about their opinions. And they debate and they state, according to me, as per me. So like this, every person thinks that he or she has got a lot of knowledge. But what is knowledge? Knowledge means knowing things as it is. As Srila Prabhupada explains, if you know a rope as a snake or a snake as a rope, then that is not knowledge, that is ignorance. You may want to take help of a rope to fetch a pail of water. But then if you catch hold of a snake, that is a big disaster. You will lose your life. So in a similar fashion, just knowing is not important that I am seeing something in front of me. What is the real nature of that thing? So thus there are various philosophies explaining this. What is knowledge? So Arjuna is very inquisitive to ask Lord Krishna, please explain me, my Lord, what is knowledge actually? And these, uh, because Arjuna is brought up in Vedic culture. So in pursuit of knowledge, you are supposed to know these subjects, Prakriti, Purush, Ishvara. So there are 
इनम्यूमरेबल प्रॉब्लम इन लाइफ इन द मटीरियल वर्ल्ड एंड समबडी यू टेल्स आई डो नॉट है प्रॉब्लम द डिसाइपल सास प्रभुपाथ दैट प्रभुपाथ समटाइम्स वी वेन वी प्रेजेंट कृष्णा कॉन्शियसनेस टू पीपल दैट यू प्लीज टेक इट सो पीपल आस वाई शुड आई टेक इट एंड देन वी टेल बिकॉज यूल बी हैप्पी so people tell no i am already very happy <laughs> so what should we say in such cases he tells or she tells i am already very happy i do not need this krishna consciousness so prabhupad explained then they are madmen only a person who is thoroughly mad can feel happiness in this world because krishna has designed this world as dukhalayam this place is abode of miseries dukhalayam ashashvatam anityam asukham lokam so when krishna has designed this as place of misery then we should try to analyze why am i working so hard to become happy at least i should relax and understand i can never become happy in this place because this place is full of miseries so immediately i should relax all my material endeavors to become happy materially no one has ever become happy nor shall anyone become happy in this world because krishna has designed this place as dukhalayam now a person who is very mad then they may not understand the danger and the suffering of this place just like animal that is animal mentality an animal is not able to understand and especially the goats the goat is being slaughtered and next to it another goat is very busy eating grass it does not think that my friend is being killed now and my turn is next and all of my friends have been slaughtered in the same way but simply if you give the goat some grass or food to eat goat is very uh, nicely thinking this is something very pleasant oh i am being given grass let us enjoy who has seen the future or everybody is dying i will also die so if the goat is neglectful then we should not accuse it because that is animal but in human form of life we are supposed to advance then the intelligence of goats and animals so anybody who thinks that i am happy such a person should be regarded as thoroughly mad because there are so many sufferings here morning to evening every step we are struggling to become happy and god has made this place dukhalayam anityam asukham lokam so feeling depressed and feeling bad here is perfectly normal but we should not become complacent that it happens to everybody let it happen to me also human being means we should have scientific temperament we should inquire why this thing is happening behind creation there is creator why creator is punishing me what is the wrong thing that i have done so that is why these words are important to understand prakriti purusha ishvara gyanam gyayam so this word prakriti is used for material nature we all understand what is nature we talk about it nature is doing many things so this material nature is called prakriti and what is purush the living entity the spirit soul is known as purush and who is ishwar the controller of both kshetra kshetragya so he wants to understand what is prakriti what is purush what is field what is knower of the field what is knowledge and what is the end of knowledge so uh, one may also wonder that why the purusha from purusha we mean the living entity here because in the seventh chapter if some of you remember we discussed bhumi raponalo vayu khammano buddhirevacha ahankariti amme bhinna prakritirashtadha so krishna has described prakriti 
material nature as earth air water fire sky mind intelligence and false ego these are eight elements which constitute even the basic element of prakriti these basic eight components create a universe as well as an atom so it is not that atoms combine together to make water rather water is present in the atom it is not that oxygen is required then combustion happens then fire happens within every oxygen atom there is fire already and now we understand also that is called nuclear energy fission fusion there is fire within the atom so that is why we can derive that out that is called fission so just like we have analyzed fire now within the atom by by our sciences one day science may advance to understand there is not just fire there is water also within the atom every atom there is fire there is water there is air also within every atom and entire bhagavatam which has got 18000 verses was explained in just four verses to lord brahma and one of the verses of chatushloki bhagavatam is this so a simile is presented how lord krishna is present outside and he has entered within everything also the atom also and it is being described to lord brahma just like the great elements earth air water fire sky they are present outside also you see earth you see water you see sky you see air so these are present outside but these are present within every atom also so just like the gross elements are present within atom and outside also they maintain their existence in a similar fashion although krishna you are existing outside still you enter within every atom in this world in this way god exists in this existence so this is one of the most important verses only lord brahma understood entire bhagavatam just in four verses so this is called prakriti prakriti means the material nature it is basically composed of these eight elements they combine together and produce everything that we see and we do not then krishna had told in the seventh chapter of bhagavad gita apareyam itastvanyam prakritim vidhime param jeev bhutam mahabaho there is another prakriti prakritim vidhime param apareyam itastu anyam there is another superior energy of mind which is transcendental to this material prakriti material energy and what is that jeev bhuta mahabaho yayedam dharyate jagat jeeva the living entity which is sustaining the worlds so living entity was called prakriti there but here living entity is being addressed as purusha the enjoyer so how do we understand that prakriti or nature is uh, the meaning is enjoyed and purusha means enjoyer so the understanding is actually we are prakriti prakriti means energy so the only purusha is lord krishna and rest everybody is prakriti we may have dress of man or woman or any gender whatsoever but actually we are all prakriti in various forms we are supposed to be enjoyed by krishna our existence is meant for krishna's enjoyment that is our nature now when the living entity rebels against against its very nature and tries to become lord master enjoyer thus he is addressed as purusha although we are prakriti but our tendency becomes that of enjoyer rather than one that of being enjoyed thus the living entity is being addressed as purusha here i wish to know about prakriti i wish to know about purusha and i wish to know about the field kshetra and kshetragya so this is also very important element of knowledge so what answer lord krishna gives 
this body of son of kunti is called the field and one who knows this body is called the knower of the field just like every citizen in a kingdom is given a field earlier factories and corporate offices were not there so how people would maintain themselves they were intelligent they will not work hard and get money and then purchase something which they want they would directly produce in the field everything that they want so everything that we want can be produced in the field and freedom is given to us what we want to sow in the field and thus reap the results and we are called the knower of the fields the person who cultivates the field in a similar fashion this body is called the field uh the living entity has got its influence within the body and he can derive good or bad experiences from this body freedom is given to the living entity then lord krishna describes now this is also very important verse kshetragyam chapi mam vidhi sarvakshetreshu bharata kshetra kshetragyayor gyanam yastaj gyanam matam mama us sayan of bharat you should understand that i am also the knower in all bodies and to understand this body and its knower is called knowledge that is my opinion so earlier lord krishna explained the living entity as kshetragya knower of this field so we have to understand we are not the controllers we are the knowers of this field i know what is happening in my body and i desire and as per what we desire parmatma facilitate our actions activities and the living entity whatever it desires parmatma gives the chance parmatma fulfills all the desires of the living entities are fulfilled so sometimes our conscience pricks please do not go for this action but then we reject the inner voice and then we suffer later so parmatma begs prabhupad explains through our good conscience but we neglect the voice of conscience and then parmatma allows okay i will arrange this situation for you although you are going to suffer but because you want it so that you become thoroughly convinced that this is also not going to give you happiness so that a living entity becomes thoroughly convinced there is no happiness in any desire parmatma keeps keeps on sanctioning the desire so if the living entity is first class intelligent then simply by hearing one should understand oh this kind of desire i should have it is good this i should not have if a small child foolish uh, it may desire anything may and actually it desires everything that is not good for it so that is why the parents regulate the child very tightly it may want to eat something which is not very healthy the child may want to go somewhere where he can meet an accident meet with an accident or child may want to play entire day in this way the child's desires are usually harmful for it so parents but if the parents advice is being followed by the children then they can be happy and they can have a nice future also but if the child sometimes insists a lot then parents may unwillingly allow in a similar fashion the living entity is being allowed by parmatma so that we become thoroughly convinced wherever we go we will not be satisfied so if you want to become happy then we should take the advice of god and we should give up our programs all the difficulty in our life is because of this program making every living entity keeps on desiring parmatma keeps on sanctioning the desire and even after the desire is achieved we don't become happy why because actually we are prakriti but we are trying to become purusha this is very very important point to understand 
So if we want to enjoy the things, we will never be able to enjoy them. But if we want to give enjoyment to Krishna, then we will be able to enjoy always. In this way, the living entity is related. Just like the employee is predominated and employer is the predominator. So if the employer dictates any terms, employee follows very nicely, both of them enjoy. The employer will get money, the company will increase, and then that money will be given to the good performing employee also. But employee should be submissive, take the orders, execute the orders, and the employer gives the orders. But when they both cooperate, then both become happy. But still, employer remains employer, employee remains employee. Although happiness is the same activity of service will give happiness to both. In a similar fashion, simply if you become a nice uh, employee of Krishna, nice servant of Krishna, and Krishna is not an employer of this world, Krishna sells himself to his employee. He becomes a servant of his servants. Krishna became the driver of Arjuna. Krishna became the doorkeeper of Bali Maharaj. Can our boss become our doorkeeper, our guard, uh, guarding the apartment or liftman or our chauffeur? No, our boss will never do that. But Krishna does that. Infinite God becomes menial servant of infinitesimal living entities. But still, we should agree to abide by the orders of God. It is as simple as that. So now, entire day, we keep on planning that next quarter, I, this should be my performance so that I can get this much uh, uh, money, I'll get promoted, and then this much appraisal, then new business or more marks. And then in this way, we keep on planning our enjoyment. Then I'll get married, and then we will have children. Then we'll get our children married. And then we'll get them, their children also married. And then we'll be happy. We keep on planning. But such planning does not make anyone happy. So activity is not bad. Activity should be for satisfaction of Krishna. You marry for satisfaction of Krishna or don't marry for satisfaction of Krishna. You eat for Krishna, you don't eat. Just like they, they, uh, these were festivals. Janmashtami, Vyas Puja Day, we fasted. So we did not eat for the pleasure of Krishna. And then we had a feast again for the pleasure of Krishna. So when we don't eat, it should be for pleasure of Krishna. When we eat, it should be pleasure of Krishna. When we don't sleep early in the morning for pleasure of Krishna, we sleep again for the pleasure of Krishna. So that body becomes rejuvenated for Krishna's service. So in this way, simply if we do all the activities, always every moment, entire day, if we keep on thinking, how do I make Krishna happy after one month, two months? five years, 10 years, just like we have big goals in life. We should have big goals for Krishna. After 10 years, after 20 years, we think I'll be there in a big place and I'll have a boat of my own and maybe a plane of my own. You can have same thing for Krishna. Let me have an island, but for Krishna. And let us have a very nice Krishna conscious community over there. So in this way, we can have all the aspirations, but for the satisfaction of Krishna. And obviously, you will enjoy. No, you will also live on the same island. <laughs> so you can enjoy. But if you think, let me have everything and enjoy myself, enjoyment will never happen. This is very simple science in which we are related to Krishna. We are Prakriti and Krishna is the eternal Purusha, the enjoyer, Ishwara. So simply this mentality has to be changed. So we plan my happiness, my happiness. Let us plan Krishna's happiness. And then you see in that proportion, happiness is increasing in our life. And now Lord Krishna is telling in this verse 
that you are shetragya you are not the controller you are nor of the field krishna is controlling and making the body act as per your desires but krishna tells kshetragyam chapi mam vidhi sarva kshetreshu bharata although krishna has completely debunked the impersonal process and tells it is uh, not at all recommended it takes a very very long time and it is very troublesome full of miseries uh, this path is the path of impersonalism still this shloka is uh, giving even more direct evidence so krishna has told you are shetragya knower of the field but in this verse krishna tells cha means and shetragya chapi mam vidhi mam means me you should understand i am also the knower of all bodies you are the knower of your body but what is the difference i am also shetragya i am different kind of shetragya different kind of knower of fields sarva kshetreshu bharata i am knower of all the bodies of all the fields thus we are called parmatma we are called atma and god is present as paramatma means the super soul soul of all the bodies parmatma is conscious of all the bodies we are conscious of just this body which we have got now in this life so very clearly krishna mentions there are two kshetragyas two knowers of the field so cha means and and means plural there is distinction so such theories which tell i am only god i am only parmatma such theories are never approved by krishna krishna tells kshetragyam chapi mam vidhi you should know that i am also kshetragya but i am sarva kshetreshu kshetragya i am knower of all the fields and then krishna mentions kshetra kshetragyayor gyanam yastaj gyanam matam mama to understand this body and its owner is called knowledge that is my opinion so we have to have factual knowledge of this body and then the owner of this body if we understand these things that is knowledge the lord says i am the owner of the field of activities in every individual body the individual may be the knower of his own body but he is not in knowledge of other bodies the supreme personality of godhead who is present as the super soul in all bodies knows everything about all bodies he knows all the different bodies of all various species of life a citizen may know everything about his patch of land but the king knows not only his palace but all the properties possessed by the individual citizens so very nice comparison is given just like kings are there king is there and subjects are there subjects know their own field but king knows all the properties and fields of the kingdom the king is the original proprietor of the kingdom and the citizen is the secondary proprietor any time the king wants or the government wants they may take over land or property of anybody in a similar fashion we are secondary proprietors and krishna is primary proprietor whenever krishna wants we have to leave this body or one limb of the body will not work paralysis happens or entire body coma happens so thus krishna is the prime proprietor and we are the secondary proprietors so thus very clearly it is mentioned in this shloka that there are two souls parmatma and atma within the body perfect knowledge of the constitution of body the constitution of the individual soul and the constitution of super soul is known in terms of vedic literature as gyanam so perfect knowledge of these three things kshetra and two kshetragya their relationship that is called knowledge 
then if a person knows perfect knowledge of these things then the soul would be very very happy always so we should understand uh, that we are also prakriti this is perfect knowledge about ourselves we are different from body now people think kshetra kshetragnya are one only i am this body so thus the vedic literatures don't explain this thing directly first of all the living entities engage gradually in the pious activities an impious man or woman cannot understand so a pious person when the intelligence is purified by little contemplation just like a child if it wants to contemplate what are these governance mechanisms how the government maintain the finances what is currency trade and everything it will not be able to understand child needs to grow in a similar fashion when we grow in our consciousness then with contemplation i can understand if i ask who am i am i the finger of the body am i blood in the body am i bones in the body am i the eyes am i the liver and i see no i am not none of these things i am the knower of all these things it is my body my organs my bones my fingers my limbs so i am knower of this body i am different from this body so this is first step i am living in this body i will continue to next body and another parmatma my constant companion is directing me through all these different bodies so knowledge of prakriti which is forming so many kshetras and the two knowers of the field that is called knowledge now lord krishna explained to explains to arjuna तत्षेत्रम यादृक्षाधिकारी So now Krishna will describe what is this kshetra, what constitutes this kshetra, as it is knowledge Krishna would be giving, and what are its changes, when it is produced, who is the knower of the field of activities, and what are the influences. One has to know how this body is constituted, the materials of which this body is made, under whose control this body is working. how the changes are taking place just see very nice analysis is given here when as to know how this body is constituted the materials of which the body is made under whose control the body is working i know somebody has made the body and somebody is controlling all the affairs of the body and such nice uh, intelligent system it is what we are trying to make now artificial intelligence that is there present in the body every cell is intelligent every cell is a city generates power maintains uh, traffic and uh, it has walls it has security and uh, everything is so nice so within every cell there is intelligence there is temperature regulation there is there are neural networks within the body there are chemical networks within the body and there are so many systems within the body so somebody has created all these wonderful systems mechanisms so who is that controller it is important to understand how the changes are taking place because some changes are pleasant some are unpleasant so if i can understand how the changes are taking place i can then try to leverage good changes for my benefit where from the changes are coming what the causes are what the reasons are 
what the ultimate goal of the individual is and what the actual form of the individual soul is. So everything has got a purpose. If somebody has made a fan, that has got a purpose. If somebody has manufactured a typewriter, that has got a purpose. Similarly, this body has been manufactured. There should be a purpose. And living entity does not even think, what is the purpose? Who has made it? Then that is animal mentality. Any machine we see, we immediately ask, what is the purpose? Why you have made this machine? So why all these so many machines are happening? Such complex system is going on. So one has to ask all these questions. So now Lord Krishna is going to describe all these things very nicely. And how Lord Krishna is telling that you can get perfect knowledge of all these activities? So it is very important to have knowledge of all these activities because we suffer because of this mind and body. Death is happening because of this body. And diseases are happening in this body. Old age happens in this body. Stress happens in the mind. So one has to have knowledge of this mind and body system. So how to have this knowledge? So in Vedic times, also people were pondering about this. Just like now also people have uh, an atheistic theory and they explain evolution, Darwinism and so many other things for uh, evolution of these wonderful forms that we see around us. So in Vedic times also various philosophies were there. And who can explain such philosophies? Ordinary person will not have brains. Rishibhir Bahudha Gitam Krishna explains the knowledge of the field of activities and of the knower of activities is described by various sages in various Vedic writings. But Lord Krishna tells those are not authorized. Chando bir vividhai pratak. So Rishi means a person who is very intelligent, very advanced. So this Vedic knowledge, knowledge of Bhagavad Gita, it is meant for the Rishis. Thus Krishna tells in fourth chapter of Bhagavad Gita, Imam Rajarshayo Viduhu. Krishna spoke to Manu, Vivaswan, and he spoke to Ikshvaku. Evam parampara praptam imam rajarshayo viduhu. So only rishis can understand. Rishi means very, very uh, exalted, topmost personalities. So they are the great sages, brahmanas, and some kings. They were called rajarishis. But the point is, as it is mentioned in Mahabharata, King Yudhishthir mentions, if you have to understand truth, then rishis also will not be able to help. Tarko By logic, you cannot understand what is truth. Because there are various logicians. One person who is very expert in giving logic, just like we see in court of law, person who is very good advocate, may be able to defeat a person who is on the side of righteousness, but he is poor in logics and arguments. So by logics and arguments, you cannot establish truth. A strong logician can defeat a weaker logician, even though he may be on the side of truth. Then people of knowledge, rishis, should we approach them? So it is told, So he is not called a rishi whose opinion is not unique or not different from the other rishis. Just like philosophers have various philosophies. 
if you speak the same thing why people would come to you thus people write my gita my own bhagavad gita my interpretation if you repeat the same thing why people should hear from you they think so let me write something unique let me create chemistry out of bhagavad gita or let me explain uh, history out of bhagavad gita let me explain psychology out of bhagavad or xyz let me explain business out of bhagavad gita and so many other things they explain in their own way so this is called rishi so rishi munis they have their own opinions so you go to 100 rishis all of them will have different opinions so from rishi also perfect knowledge cannot be taken because bahuda gita krishna is telling it is described by various sages in various vedic writings chandobir vividhai pritak so there are so many varieties of philosophies given by the rishis like gautam kanad kapila and there were six main philosophies which explain the vedic knowledge only but in their own interpretation somebody is explaining parmanuvad somebody nirvisheshvad somebody savisheshvad and in this way so many philosophies are there but we should understand from lord krishna which is the perfect philosophy and that so thus bhagavad gita is so beautiful just see very clearly it is written here brahma sutra padaischayava hetu madbhir vinishchitaye so the perfect knowledge of all those rishis should be understood from brahma sutra padaischayava brahma sutra brahma sutra means vedanta sutra that is given by vedavyas so this philosophy is perfect so vaisheshika is rejected uh, and uh, nirvisheshvad is rejected yoga is rejected and uh, sankhya is rejected but brahma sutra is accepted so among the six philosophies which explain the vedic knowledge also the perfect philosophy lord krishna tells is brahma sutra so how you will analyze what is prakriti what is purush who is controller somebody explains that prakriti is eternal somebody will tell uh, the shetragnya is eternal and there is only one shetragnya atma parmatma are one and somebody will explain something else like this people have different opinions about nature and the controller of this nature and the living entities somebody is telling this nature does not exist it is only illusion so like this so many philosophies are there but the perfect philosophies the vedanta philosophy vedanta sutra or brahma sutra philosophy given by maharshi vedavyas brahma sutra padaischayava hetu madhir vinishchitaye that knowledge of the field of activities and of the knower of activities described by various sages in various vedic writings especially in the vedanta sutra and is presented with all reasoning as to cause and effect and how do we understand this vedanta sutra that is explained in shrimad bhagavatam bhashyam brahma sutranam so krishna has explained very nicely here that you read brahma sutra and brahma sutras are very difficult to understand anavritti shabdat janmaadi asya yataha thato brahma jigyasa so that needs also very intelligent mind to understand thus vedavyas was dissatisfied even after composing the brahma sutras then under guidance of narad muni he explained very explicitly so that there is no cause of wrong interpretation then shrimad bhagavatam came out and it is mentioned in shrimad bhagavatam and in other scriptures it is mentioned about shrimad bhagavatam that this is bhashyam brahma sutranam this is commentary on the vedanta sutra on the brahma sutra so thus uh, lord krishna is telling arjuna to read shrimad bhagavatam here from this verse brahma sutra padaischayava hetu madbhir vinishchitaye 
So very nicely, cause and effect are analyzed. Now also we are analyzing cause effect. Now we are having some cough, some cold. We analyze it is not because of some normal virus. It is because of other virus that is called COVID. What is the cause of COVID? Then they tell something came from Wuhan or some other place. They are trying to analyze the cause. Unless you understand the cause of miseries, you cannot solve the problem. You cannot solve the misery. So thus Krishna is telling this scientific understanding is very good. Cause and effect analysis. But the perfect cause and effect analysis is mentioned in the Brahma Sutra. All other cause and effect analyses are imperfect. For example, if somebody asks that uh, uh, I need to go to Delhi from Mumbai, where do I go? What is the fastest means of reaching? Oh, I know. Yeah, if you reach that place, people go to the Santa Cruz there. Uh, there is something called airport. And those people who go to airport and within two hours, they are able to reach Delhi. Now somebody thinks, so, wow, this is wonderful knowledge. And he goes and sits in the airport, hoping that in two hours, I'll automatically reach Delhi. No. So yes, going to airport, that is right. But at airport, what happens? You have to board a flight and then flight will take you to Delhi. In a similar fashion, people are able to understand that Sarvam Khalvidam Brahma, there is Brahma everywhere. There is one energy which is called Brahma, which is spread everywhere. And uh, that is a cause of all varieties that we see here. That is a fact. But there is cause of that Brahma Jyoti also. And Krishna tells in Bhagavad Gita, Brahmanohi Pratishtaham, I am the source of that Brahma Jyoti. So just like somebody who reached airport, he's very fortunate. And uh, there would be so many people guiding you to airport if you want to reach another city. But the perfect knowledge is to understand what happens at the airport, that you have to board a flight. In a similar fashion, we have to understand if a person just advances very much, all the Vedas will guide you towards this Brahma level, Brahma Bhuta Prasannatma, Na Shochati Na Kangshati. But if you think this Brahma realization, I am not the body, I am consciousness, there is ultimate perfection of spiritual life, then that is very great. That is greatest disaster of our life. Just like a person sitting on the airport could not board a flight, that is disaster. Better he would have sat at home only. Why so much endeavor? So a person who reaches Brahma Jyoti, but he's not able to understand source of Brahma Jyoti, the personality of God, such a living entity is called most unfortunate. So thus we should not succumb to any other philosophies which may take us to Brahma Jyoti or may take us to Paramatma, but those philosophies which do not take us to ultimate source of even Paramatma and Brahma Jyoti, all such philosophies are imperfect. And thus we should take help of Brahma Sutra. Brahma Sutra Hetu Madhir But who can understand Brahma Sutra? Rishis can understand. Rishis have described and Rishi only can understand. So Bhagavad Gita is actually not meant for Vedas are not meant for ordinary people. It is meant for the Dvijas, twice born. And for those who are less intelligent, supplementaries are given. Purana. Purana means very old history. Purana also means supplementary, which completes something. So ordinary people cannot understand. That is why Puranas are given. But even to understand that, we have to have these qualifications. Uh, so these are not something which is transferred in family tradition. I am Brahman, my son is Brahman. No, just like engineer son can become engineer if he goes to engineering college and picks up an engineering job. In a similar fashion, we have to qualify ourselves to become Brahmana or Kshatriya like that, Rajrishi. Then we will be able to understand. Unless we become Brahmana, we will not be able to understand this Brahmagyan. So thus, 
Srila uh, Prabhupada explains, understanding of philosophy is very nice, but more important than understanding philosophy is practical application of philosophy. Thus, Prabhupada explains, unless somebody gets up early in the morning, there is no question of spiritual life. Spiritual life has not begun, so we have to get up early in the morning. Ideally, by 4 o'clock, we all should get up in the morning. And then after getting in the morning, there should be morning sadhana. There should be chanting every day. And then there should be seva, practical devotional service. Sevan mukhe, jivvadav. And like this, as Bhagavad Gita guides, practically we should engage in service of Krishna. And then we will be able to have brahmanical qualities. Which are those qualities? Satyam, we will be very truthful. Kshama, Dhamma, we will be perfectly controlling our senses. Senses will not be able to drag us. So if senses are dragging us, dragging us too much, we should try to control, take the guidance of devotees. Our mind should be in our control. Shama, Dhamma, and we should be Titikshava, very, very tolerant. I should not get disturbed very easily. Somebody spoke few words, I got disturbed. Somebody criticized, I got disturbed. Rather, devotees not disturbed in any circumstances. Devotees always satisfied. So devotees should be very, very tolerant. Shanti, devotee should be very, very peaceful. Arjavam, devotee should be very, very simple. So like this, uh, so many qualifications are required. So when we acquire all these qualifications of a Brahmana, then we will be able to understand Bhagavad Gita and other scriptures by reading Brahma Sutras. So thus Lord Krishna has given the brief intro that what is knowledge? And uh, there are basically three things which we have to understand to have knowledge. Prakriti, Purusha and Ishwara. And how to get this knowledge? We have to have qualification. We have to become a sage, Rishi. And how uh, do we accomplish it? After getting these qualifications, Brahma Sutra Padashaiva, by reading Vedanta Sutra or uh, the commentary on Vedanta Sutra, Srimad Bhagavatam. In this way, we can attain perfect knowledge in the life. And how Lord Krishna summarizes the details are explained in Srimad Bhagavatam, but Brahma Sutra Padashaiva. Samasena, Lord Krishna mentions. In brief summary, I'll be now explaining to you. So how Lord Krishna summarizes this knowledge, very, very important knowledge, do not miss the next session. So any person who has knowledge of these elements will exhibit certain features. Just like a person who is dull, you can understand this person is dull, he is making some mistakes. A person who is having COVID, they are displaying some symptoms. In a similar fashion, a person who is having knowledge, what Lord Krishna describes here, also exhibits certain symptoms. And let us see, analyze how many symptoms and to what degree they are present within us. So all these wonderful things we will understand in the next class.